0: Now it's just the ladies. How are you doing, Beck? <laughs> Hold on, I can't hear anything. There we go. Oh, you're plugged in. There. Am I on? Yep. You're on. All right. I can hear you. All right. Welcome back, everybody. That was a very short break, and who knows what music was just played, and I hope none of you are offended or bored and left the show.
1: But if you are,
0: but if you are, come back, because now <laughs> it's going to get fun, because we're going to bring Mike on. Is Mike ready?
1: He will be in a second. Okay. Talk about your shirt, or your shoes, your pants, or socks.
0: Oh, no one got to ask me what I'm wearing. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, here here he comes now.
0: I this morning. well, this morning. Look, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) We've been here since this morning. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm wearing. I do believe it's Ella Moss. And just so you all know, I got fancy, not for all of you, but because I haven't seen my husband for weeks, Mm. and I'm not going to see him for like. A couple more weeks. Like three to four more weeks. That's crazy. And so every time he sees me, it's on Skype and I'm chasing kids around and, or FaceTime. And I, I, I'm sure I don't wear makeup when no one's around. So I, I look scary. So oh, this is you. my chance for my husband to actually think I look cute. That's
1: awesome.
0: Oh, nice. Did he hear that?
1: He's coming. <laughs> there he comes.
0: <laughs> Hi!
2: Lake
1: Live.
0: <laughs> there he is. Did you did did you hear Charlie Hartley? He had a lot of really nice things to say yeah. about you.
2: That was awesome. Now I did. I the man, he it was amazing. What a great guest.
3: He really opened up, you know, and uh, called it like he he's been in he's got so much history in the sport. He, you know, he's done it all and, and especially now he's got this big win. It it was awesome to see that side of him.
2: It was awesome. It's a good deal. So how are you? How
3: how are you doing, man? Yeah. Welcome to the Ike Live Show. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's, uh,
2: it's strange and awkward being on this side of the screen, but uh, but I like it. I'm glad to be on the show, and you guys are doing a wonderful job so far. Amazing job. Woo. Good job.
3: Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Good job, everybody. Hey, thank you, man. Well, uh you know, we've talked about a lot of stuff. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about, and. Uh, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll leave it to you. I mean, we got we had the Ike Foundation that uh, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the James River. Uh, what do you want to get started with?
2: Let's do it in chronological order, if that's okay. Uh, let, let's start with the Ike Foundation event. Uh, and you guys already covered it, man. You know, from, from where I'm sitting, it was a super success event. Um, you know, we gave away almost a thousand tackle boxes to kids. Um, we had, uh, amazing turnout and visibility, bringing exposure to, um, not only the sport, but bringing exposure to getting more kids fishing. And, um, man, I would just, I want to, I want to personally thank everybody involved, you know, from, uh, you know, Becky, and the guys that put it together and Becky's team, to the sponsors, to the pros that carved time out of their life, um, everybody involved, the New Jersey, uh, Nation, God, thank you guys. Uh, everybody, thank you for supporting that program. You know, Becky and I talked about it. The main thing we wanted from year one was to build some momentum uh, for the event. And I think we did that three times over. Um, we, we built some momentum. Um, we got the word out. We, we got some visibility for getting kids involved in the sport. And we made a little bit of money to help go toward getting product to kids all over the country. So super success. And Brian Carpenter, we were talking about it uh, a couple days ago. And what, what were your thoughts as a, as a participant in the event? How do you think the event went? Oh, I
1: thought the event was awesome, dude. But I uh, completely shit the bed. <laughs> so that part kind of sucked. But um, no, I thought it was amazing, man. It was that was the coolest, biggest thing to happen since the elites were here. You know, all the anglers that showed up, and and uh, it was it was it was awesome, dude. It really was really impressive. And and all in, in uh, the name of charity for kids, so. Yeah. A lot of kids came out and I thought it was great, really. Yeah. I mean, that great was great
2: event, great event. Awesome. We've seen so many messages come through from people that said they couldn't make it this year, they can't wait for year 2. And uh Beck, I'll let you jump in. I mean, we're we're kind of planning it already, right? So so yeah. the second annual Ike wow, Foundation tournament awesome. is going to be a reality.
0: Yes, it is a reality. Um as soon as Bass comes out with the schedule, We can select our date But the Camden County folks Everyone in Camden, the city um, The parks, everyone's ready To assist us and make it bigger and better I think when we came to them this year They didn't know what we were talking about Like they just couldn't, they didn't know fishing They didn't understand exactly what we were trying to do Mm -hmm. They supported us, but not to the level That now that they've seen the event They want to support us Mm -hmm. Now they understand who we are, what we are What we're trying to do So we'll get that date selected as soon as bass comes out with their schedule so we know where these guys are and we'll we'll definitely have round number two coming
3: that's exciting that they're coming back to the delaware river that was one of the questions are you going to move it around are we going to is this always going to be on the delaware river
0: i don't know if it's always going to be here but i'm not going to move it now i mean it took so much time and energy that was a labor of love to pull that entire thing off and we we got it figured out (laughs) dave's in the back did you say yeah dave was on the team too and you know it it was so much work that we need at least another year Mm -hmm. and i think we need more presence there because the reception that we got with just a little bit of knowledge was was big, but we could have a huge, huge turnout, you know, and mm-hmm. we just, we, we need some more time there in Camden, and, and those are people we want to reach, I mean, that, that totally hits our demographic for our foundation, yes. just mm. these these urban youth, it just makes so much sense to really hit them and, and touch them and, and see if if we can, you know, help someone in some way.
3: Oh, and you did, and I thought it was great. I, there are some things I didn't talk about that I wanted to mention that I thought were really powerful. On on this deal is it, during in the morning, uh, prior to takeoff during, at the meeting, the energy and the enthusiasm and the uh, the camaraderie of everybody it, it, it was it was so cool to be part of that is different from any tournament that I've participated in in that way. Um, Number one, it was a little bit of a late start, which I loved, you know, because there was less pressure. Um, There wasn't that high pressure, you know, tournament. You know, we're going to go out and try to win this thing and, you know, kill every competitor. And it was more, hey, we're here for the kids. We're here to do something cool. And everybody was volunteering their time and everybody was, you know, participating in it. And it was a really, really neat feel. And I love that. I love the Federation's involvement. Uh, the yeah. grassroots guys, the the Fed the Fed Nation was there in force, and um, they did a they did a wonderful job, or, you know, managing the tournament. Yeah, from they the, did awesome from the way in perspective and managing the fish. Um, we had one little glitch, guys. Got to get worked out. as we need more golf carts uh, yeah. to run back <laughs> and forth.
2: Yes, uh, we do. You
3: know, we, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we we fix well, it though. Here's here's the really cool part, and and this was awesome. And I saw it uh, with the dangs, right? We all, we didn't know where we were going uh, to weigh in. It was up the hill. How far we didn't know. And it's 98 degrees. Yeah. And we've got our fish in the bag, and we're watching the golf carts come. And people are getting on with their bags. And then the the competitors that didn't have a bag, they were also getting on. The, they were they were choking the golf carts out. So we, as a group of anglers, quickly decided. Look, the only people getting in them golf carts are people that have Fish,
1: right. Yeah. right?
3: The other competitors, we're walking.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah,
3: You know, so that we can efficiently get those fish up to the tanks. And Kevin Van Dam was an integral part of that because we were all there, uh, seeing this problem. There was 20 people in a line for the golf cart, and we all together said. You don't have fish you don't have a bag of fish, you're walking. And the and that's what we all did. Kevin Kevin was forceful in saying that. Nobody gets on that cart unless unless you you have fish. So um so that that was really cool. Uh see guys there, you know, like I mean, how cool was that to be there with Kevin, uh, traveling across the country to participate in that. That that was a that was a huge deal. I love that. I also loved, uh, you know, the weigh-in, uh, which was full of enthusiasm. We talked about Billy. Bill Dakota and, uh, yep. you know, the gallons of sweat he went through to uh, to bring, to bring that energy and and the 15 shirts that he went through. Uh, that that was really really cool event. I enjoyed it and I think uh, I'm excited. It's going to be back on the Delaware next year and maybe the carpenter will get to come across the stage. <laughs> well, I I, <laughs> I, I, I got
2: to it puts a lot of pressure on you guys to you know Pete, you got to step up a couple spots. you got to yep. win and try to win. And Bri, you got to try to catch best, so. yeah, that's a bass. Yeah. Good
1: point. That's a good point. But I, I got a funny story about that, uh, what you were just talking about, Pete, making the walk. Because, you know, I, I let uh, I let one of my partners uh, take our fish to the uh, scales on the golf cart, and I walked. Our one foot, little tiny fish. So, uh... Yeah. So, uh, So me and uh, Fletcher Shryock, we walked up because uh, he, he shit the bed, too. And, and we took we took the walk and there was uh, there was a group of uh, bums uh, winos <laughs> drunks sitting there and and as we're walking and, and Fletchers Fletcher's got his tournament costume on he's you know he, he's got this bright orange checkered jersey bright orange checkered and as we're walking I was just like you know I, I, I know to look. I, I got a peripheral, you know. I know how to handle myself in the city. So I'm looking, you know. And as we're walking by this one bum, I could see him. And I'm looking at him. He's looking at Fletcher. He's shaking his head. He's, looks like Cubert. <laughs> <laughs> they freaking <laughs> called him Qbert. I'm like. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. And Fletcher, Fletcher's younger. I guess he's 30 or something. I don't know how old he is. But he's like. What's Cubert? So I had to Google the image real quick for him, dude. I don't know, he didn't
2: even know what Cubert was.
1: He didn't even know Cubert was. Yeah, he, didn't it's know, funny. But when he saw the image, he's like, "You're right." <laughs> he, he did. He, was, he cracked up. Uh, loaded for bass. I think Put I'm Q-Bert violating a trademark. <laughs> <laughs> he might.
3: He might be violating Cubert's trademark. Oh
2: my god, that's, that's awesome. Fun.
3: That's good stuff. But yeah. I, I did have a chance, Mike. I talked. I don't know if I talked to you about it, but I talked to Sancho about how he won the tournament.
2: And yeah, I, I talked to him a little bit about it. You want to fill us in, give every all uh, listeners uh, an idea of what he did?
3: Yeah, he might be mad at me for giving away a spot, but I'm gonna, you know, it, it was on social media. I'm That's giving right. it up. The uh, he fished. He started out in the mouth of Woodbury Creek, and he fished in Woodbury Creek most of the day. Uh, I don't know where in the back or the middle or the front.
1: It ain't that big. But
3: uh, <laughs> but he did his damage, uh, and he caught him up there uh, with the Miller brothers. Uh, uh, to win that tournament. And they perfect execution. They caught everything that bit. And, um, you know, the Miller brothers uh, didn't catch any fish, but they won a bass cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they netted the winning bags. They, they, but yeah. they, they did pay their entry fee, and uh, they did they did real good. So we, they, that was a great event. I fished Main River. Uh, I fished the Main River down from the airport up to the launch ramp is where I fished to finish second place. And uh, third place... Was with John Cruz, and they fished all the way up to Trenton. Wow! Uh, wow. Covering a massive amount of water, wow. uh, so competitive fish could be found anywhere on that river uh, yeah. that time of year. It was anybody's game, and uh, I know and where they Sanchez could be found.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, so when Jim Miller had his fight this weekend, did he bring Sancho along for good luck? No, he should have. <laughs> <He>, uh,
1: <clears throat> no, but he did. Jim Jim fought last night at UFC Fight Night uh, Vancouver.
2: Yeah, and shout uh, out to Jim Miller. Yeah. Good job, Jim. by He
1: fought, he fought, he fought uh, Joe on and, and they got fight of the night honors. It was a, it was a war. It was a great fight. Jim won. Yep. Hey, awesome. You know what I saw?
3: And it was interesting. I saw the post fight interview on YouTube, and uh, it's the most amazing thing you ever saw. I mean, we do post. You know, when we finish a tournament, you know, we're tired, but Jim's face looked like it was run over by a train. Yeah, you know, he had bruising on his head, and he's real fair skinned so every every little thing shows up. His like lip was bl- was cut, his yeah. eyes, his face, <laughs> and he's just sitting there being as articulate as a scholar, you know, with with a face that just been through a war. Was that you the post
1: fight press conference or the in in, in the ring interview?
3: It, press conference. And it
1: wasn't a press conference. It was a one on one. Okay, because in the ring, he couldn't give his opponent enough compliments. He like, up and down, just – and it's like, dude, he, he just beat the hell out of you. You yep. know what I mean? But that's – It, it, that it was a
3: war, a little controversial. Some people – it was a decision. Some people thought it should have gone the other way. And I saw the clip that Brian sent of the third round where Jim was just pummeling him with the stand-up, just really, T-ing really yep. really punishing him. So congratulations, Jim. That was a great fight. And, yeah. Yep. It was awesome. It but was I want to – Mike, well, I also want to and uh show this. This is the second place trophy, and I want to give a big thanks to Dave Smith. Um, doesn't want a lot of publicity for his company that, that supported the Ike Foundation providing these trophies, but yeah. awesome. Uh, really, that also made it special, uh, you know, having something so cool yeah. to be able to present to, to all, the, all the finishers in the tournament. So, they made
0: amazing you, trophies and yeah, plaques nice. for us. Really nice. they, cool. It was yeah. awesome.
3: Very cool.
2: Uh, let, let's keep it going. Uh, with, I want to talk about Potomac real quick, and um, you know uh, Justin Lucas, the big winner there. Uh, we, we were unable to get him on the show tonight. We might eventually track him down next couple shows, talk to him about it. But uh, how interesting is it that you know he won on what is really an old community hall, uh, and and you know it's like it's like every year this seems like it's happening on our tidal waters. Flashback a year ago to the Upper Chesapeake Bay, and Aaron Martins goes to the Middle River, (laughs) the Galloway Creek section of the Middle River, where tournaments were won in the late 80s and early 90s, and he wins. Flash forward to this year, Justin Lucas is on a community hole that's uh, known as the poop plant in (laughs) in Washington, D.C., and wins on the concrete dock, which – is another historical spot that in the 90s a lot of tournament wins came from. It kind of died, or everybody thought it died, and then Justin Lucas gets a big win. So uh, congrats to Justin Lucas! Amazing, you know that that some of these old holes are producing again, and it's so you know teaches you a lesson. It's so important to never rule anything out, you know. And uh, for me, it was a big lesson to to never rule stuff out. Uh, somebody
1: on uh, the message board just said decatur flats
2: decatur flats well we're going to be talking to john cox uh, flw champ who won on wheeler lake and decatur flats is on wheeler lake
1: didn't so uh we'll look- didn't talk to it there
2: uh talk did it there recently you're yeah, right yeah yep. this
1: year mm-hmm.
2: yep this year, yep. So, so those old holes do come back around.
3: You know, it's a, Mike. Just a comment on that. I know you and I had talked before that tournament took off, and you had said you you were I think you were scouting the Potomac yeah. prior to the off limits, and you said, Pete, the grass is growing uh, up around yeah. the ninety five bridge again. Yeah. And you kind of it, it was almost like you know you were having a premonition that you know yeah. something was going to happen up there this year. And yeah. boy, yeah, it,
2: it's sure did because. Um, you know the grass is growing there again but it's it's um for all the fish heads watching tonight it's what what we call shit grass on the rivers <laughs> and uh you call it shit grass or you know, i call it river grass and it's that real stringy grass um and and traditionally that grass doesn't really attract a lot of bass you know and in and, and the process of that grass growing later on milfoil come in hydro come in but it's shit grass so i you know, I was excited to see the grass, but I honestly kind of wrote it off because it wasn't the right grass. I wrote all of DC off because I didn't think you could win above the 95 bridge. And once again, I'm wrong. So, you know, the big lesson there is never make any assumptions. Just go out and fish and let the fish tell you, you know, that's the best rule. Um, flash forward to, to a week after that. um, charlie hartley's big win uh i I won't talk a lot about it it was great to hear charlie talk about it and we did run into each other it's pretty funny uh I, i think we've both been fishing the james long enough that you know the chickahominy is only so big so after two or three years four years of fishing there you you start to identify key stretches of that chickahominy key docks key trees Uh, to the point where you don't even need to practice anymore. Um, And we ran into each other a lot on the second day. On the first day, quite frankly, I think I was fishing behind them most of the day. I didn't see them that much. I think I was fishing behind them, and I didn't catch them that good. The second day, my timing was better, and I was fishing in front of Charlie Hartley on a lot of that stuff, and and that reflected in my weight. Uh, But, man, I I can't tell you. I want to take the time to say – Great, great job to Charlie Hartley, man. He is a thorough um, angler that works his ass off. Um, he's been doing it a long time, and he is the nicest guy on tour. So hats off to Charlie Hartley. By the way, I got a new haircut today. How's it look? <laughs> looks wonderful, looks good. Mike. Looks really tight. Good. Thank you. Strong. Um, <laughs> strong. Strong, strong. And now, before I get to where we're at now, let me tell you um, – for those of you watching, just because I'm via Skype do not mean I'm not drinking beer, bro. How'd you get Yards out there? <laughs> it's a yard. So I brought this from home. <laughs> what? I'm drinking the Yards Tavern Ale, and I made sure I had a 12-pack with me, and I'm going to show you.
1: You're you transporting alcohol across state Minnesota, lines?
2: right? Well, look at this. I want to show you this amazing hotel room. Look at this. Oh, wow. Look at the green curtains. Look at look at look at the mattress. Ooh. Look at the green carpet. Mm. <coughs> nice. What an awesome hotel room. It doesn't even have a refrigerator. But look, he has a cooler probably, right,
4: I've
2: got my <laughs> K2 cooler. Make sure you can see that. There you go. Nice. I got my K2 cooler and I got my beer in it, so I'm all set.
4: <laughs> That's funny.
1: Hey Mike, you got more beer in that K2 cooler than we have in your house right now. Yeah. That's Probably a true statement. Right. It's a, a true like, statement.
0: Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot to restock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, after after uh, that last uh, six-hour podcast we did here. Yeah, then
2: forgot to restock the right. bar, but she did go online and buy a dress and a purse and new shoes. <laughs> 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 That's, I didn't. Though.
1: True story. <laughs> like,
0: like any other time, I would nod and agree and be like, yeah, I did. I actually have not purchased anything.
2: Uh, By the way, you're... Rebecca, um, what towel are you wearing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> my
0: towel, I believe, is Ella Moss. Thank you very much. Oh, and Moss. my Thank collar you. hides my skin.
2: Any relation to Moss Deaf or Moss. Randy Moss?
4: Moss Deaf. Moss, Moss <laughs> Deaf.
2: <laughs> no. No. Uh, so let, let's. Uh, I'm gonna keep it going. And so um, it's, it's, it's been a whirlwind. that digression was horrible. Uh, it was. It's been a uh, it's been a whirlwind. I've literally um, and and Brian, you know this, uh, you know Pete Moss, yikes.
4: Pete, Pete Moss.
2: Get,
1: <laughs> Pete <laughs> tight. Oh, real quick, Mike. So so my zoom in shot. Since Becky's in Pete's seat, it's Pete tight. See what Pete tight gets us. <laughs> keep that in mind. Looks, looks
3: good. Uh, looks a lot on. better. I'm Becky tight. Uh,
2: it's been it's been nonstop. I mean, I literally went from the Ike Foundation to the Potomac to the James River to where I'm at now, and uh, and and I've really got to tiptoe around this for everybody watching and listening.
3: Nobody's uh, watching or listening. Did how did you do in the tournament?
4: Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I can tell you that I am um I'm in North Country. And uh, I'm pretty far up here, and uh, fishing a major league fishing event, and it went. It was a fun week, and uh, it was a, it was a really fun week. The lakes up here, I got to tell you, are phenomenal. Um, the the fishing pressure here is nothing like what we have back home. I mean, uh, most of the guys up here, if you have anglers on the lake, they're walleye fishing they're pike fishing, um, perch jerking, perch fishing. Yeah. They're perch jerkers. Uh, so the bass fishing, very little pressure Mm. and it really reflects on the lake and and on the lakes and the ability to get bites. And, uh, I had a, I had a really, really fun week this week. Um, the good news is that come uh, March of 2017, I can
3: tell you all about it. Uh, <laughs> wait that long. Hey, well, I, I'm going to interpret "fun week" as you finished in the top two or three. There you go. I,
2: I can either confirm it or deny that, but it was a, it was a fun week.
3: Nice. Oh, fun's Great. good. Fun is good. Yep. Fun is good. Mike, you remember? I saw you had the K2 cooler back there, and yeah. I uh, I just wanted to say something to you. And I don't know if I ever got a chance to say this to you before, but you used to have a cooler that had a. Uh, a cool. It was electric. It had a cooler function that would keep yeah. things cold and a hot function that would keep things hot. And That's on the day, the first day you arrived, you always had a pack with sandwiches for your whole week. <laughs> and I accidentally turned it from cool to hot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I'm sorry about that.
2: <laughs> Wait, why would it have a hot function? Did he eat the it sandwiches? Why? I don't know, but which way you plug in the cord you could keep it cold or warm. And Pete accidentally unplugged it, plugged it back in and he made my ham and cheese (laughs) ham and cheese. Did you still eat the sandwiches, Mike? No, I think I chucked yeah,
1: I wouldn't take that chance. You ate it.
0: You but so ate it.
1: You definitely ate yeah. it. You
0: totally hit up Arby's and buy sandwiches and eat them over four days. Like oh, gee, I, oh. He ate the sandwiches. I
2: also did that. That was part of my routine is I would stop in town and I would get uh, whatever they had available. McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, Wendy's, didn't matter. I'd usually buy seven cheeseburgers and uh, seven chicken nuggets, throw them in the cooler, and that was my dinner every night. You oh, know? my gosh. I, I was so – Focused on uh, winning and, and, and you know, carving a spot in this sport when I was back then that everything else was secondary. And so the moral of the story is I've knocked 10 years off of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go back to that next year? Uh, I don't think I'll quite go back to that, but um, I definitely won't eat as good as I do when you're on the road cooking for me every night. So I'll, I'll miss that back
0: I'm off the road. Yeah, you're not. Vegas Vegas starts kindergarten in a few (coughs) weeks. I am not exactly the homeschooling type, nor is he the Uh, homeschooling type child. You're the (laughs) homeschool. uh, You can uh, do it. I I can't do it.
1: You could Uh. if you you had the time.
0: If I had the time.
1: Hey, real quick, Mike, before you go into the next thing, um, we've just got a message six times across the IM board. What is your personal best largemouth? So I figured since it came through six times, we'll get everybody in the room.
2: Yeah, okay. So Everyone in the room, uh, including you there. Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll go ahead and start. My personal best ever, ever, ever weighed 14 pounds, one ounce. Wow. It was the biggest fish I've ever seen and, and actually held. Um, it wow. came from Lake Amistad in what I consider the heyday of Lake Amistad. This is the first time we ever went there. Ish Monroe ended up winning that tournament, if you remember. Um. The fishing was so easy and stupid, and um, I was bed fishing in practice. I was trying to mark as many beds with fish over four or five pounds that I could. You stuck it in and practice? In in practice, I was I was marking beds. <laughs> and I was I tied on and this is true true story. I tied on a five-inch Senko, Texas style, on a spinning rod. Yes. And I was bombing it ahead of the boat as I was looking. So I'd bomb it out there, and I would just – my head would just be looking, 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 and I'd reel it in and bomb it out there. And I bombed it out there, and I picked up on it, and I felt something heavy and set the hook. And, man, this fish was just – I could tell it was like a monster. And it took me to deep water, and I'm out there in like 30, 40 feet of water, and I'm just taking my time. I got eight-pound fluorocarbon on a spinning rod. nice. And all of a sudden – I can feel it and it gets me caught in one of the salt cedar trees and down in like 20, 30, 40 feet of water. Oh my God. And I can still feel it head pumping, but I can't, I can't get any leverage on it. And after about five minutes of that, it stopped fighting. I didn't feel the head shakes anymore. And man, I was distraught because I I knew this was a giant and uh, my uncle was with me and I got over top of the fish and I grabbed my line with, with two hands To pull the line and break it Because I knew the fish was gone And I, I pulled the line And I felt it come <clears throat> I felt it come out And I go But it's just dead weight And I'm, I'm pulling it up And I'm pulling it up And, it, and Amistad is crystal clear So uh, I'm looking uh, down uh. at clear water And I'm looking down at it And way down there I can see like something green
1: <laughs>
2: And as I get closer to the top I see that it's a mouth but it's got a giant branch straight across the fish's mouth. Uh. And the fish was like immobile. It wasn't even fighting anymore. And I get it up to the top, I grab the fish, I remove the branch, I need another hand to pull it in. I grab it, and it looks like one of those bass pillows. It's so big. <laughs> it, it was amazing. I had a Normark scale, a 20 pound Normark scale in the boat, and I weighed it, came in at one. Let that fish go. I, I trolled back to where it bit. I let it go, thinking that it was possibly a deep bed fish, and went to that area every day of the event and never caught that fish again. So that's wow. the biggest fish I ever caught in my life. Wow! Wow!
0: That's a good story. And,
2: and Pete, let's hear the story about the three pounder you caught. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: I, bro- I, I broke ten pounds, but that's I've never broke eleven. And I know you were with me when the day I because we were using your scale and it was at Toledo Bend and I'll never forget because we put it on the scale at the end of the day Freaking I, giant. and it went 9, five, ten two, 10, and it settled at 10.01 giant. pounds so giant. That, wow. was, that was very cool how about yeah. you Beck?
0: I don't know mine was Falcon I don't yeah. know how, how big was that?
2: That all was Texas? a giant. It, it was uh, it was somewhere between seven and ten. We didn't have a scale what? that day, but it was it was between <coughs> seven and ten pounds. Wow. That's back
0: when you could practice fish together. Yeah. So yeah. and I barely ever caught fish, so huh. to actually catch one is Seiko? amazing. I and catch then one a him? nice big one. I was like, woohoo! Yeah.
2: That's It awesome. was on a shaky head. Oh wow! That's all wow. I throw. Spin and I rod. Spin and rod?
0: I'm not allowed to throw anything it else. was a
3: spinning rod. Spin and rod. Look, that's all you. Look the two Iconelli's big fish were both caught on a spinning rod.
0: How about that, Bridget? Headline.
3: Interesting. Bridget, Bridget.
0: Mine's uh, eight and a half pound on Lake Anna, the Dead Sea.
3: Ooh. The Dead Sea? I thought you, for sure you were going to say up there at that uh,
1: Vance Guyver. Right? Oh no, that's yeah. no
0: Penn Warner. No, yeah. my personal best there is like a seven, but no, eight and a, in Virginia.
1: Virginia, eight pounder. Wow. Yeah,
2: Virginia. How well,
1: well, about well, you, Dave? <laughs> What'd you catch it on, Bridge. What? What'd you catch it on, Bridge?
0: Um, uh popper. Oh, Top order. Wow. Top order, yeah. That's awesome. What was that bite like? Oh, was unbelievable. I cast wow. cast it under a tree. I let it sit, let the ring settle, and that bass just came up and hit it. I was fishing the warm side. Spinner rod? Like February. No, no spinner rod.
1: Okay, all
4: right.
0: Nah. No spinner rod.
1: Wow. turn Cornwallis? <laughs> <laughs>
4: have
1: you well, caught a bass yet?
4: No, I have not caught a bass yet. All
2: right. What? <laughs> we have to get, Dave, we got to get you out there.
3: Well, all right, Mike, you're never home, so I'll
1: go with. I was gonna say Brian, but
3: yeah, I'll go with, taking, go,
2: go with Pete.
0: Go with, <laughs> You can go with Vegas. Yeah. Go with yeah. Vegas. he take you out. He'll catch. Perfect. Some fish. He catches
1: some fish. Vegas fishes more some, than I do. Yeah. So whatever you do, don't go with Brian. Bad things will happen. Oh, no, I've heard. You stop. So my mine is a seven fourteen <laughs> on a spinner rod back in 96. No, 86. 86. Oh, that's that.
3: Oh, is that that unknown pond where, that, Shaw's where Cowan <laughs> caught his
1: big fish? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> yep. So nice. Moving Very on. Good. Very good.
2: Uh, uh, moving on. So, uh, man, I I gotta say it's been um it's been a crazy four or five weeks here, uh, but uh it's gonna be even more crazy moving forward. Uh, still have uh, about three weeks out here on the road. Um, getting ready to film tomorrow up here in North Country. I'm so excited. Um, gonna get uh the first. Going Ike episode uh, for 2017 uh, shot tomorrow and we're getting to do a top water show fishing out of Hobie kayaks and wow. it's going to be so fun can't wait I'm excited um, I'm going to follow that up with a trip to um, uh, a little town right outside of Minneapolis St. Paul on the St. Croix River and we're doing an Under Armour photo shoot and commercial shoot um, getting to, to hi, uh, highlight and showcase some of the great new Under Armour gear. Uh, Justin Lucas and Trait will be there also uh, for that deal. And then on Wednesday night, so for Thursday and Friday, I get to go to pools four and five of the Mississippi River. Don't worry. It's off limits, so it's okay to fish there um, for a Rapala media event. And we're going to get the fish with writers, use some of the awesome new Rappel and VMC products. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Saturday, so this coming Saturday, I will be at the Cabela's in uh, – where is it, Beck? Uh, Prairie Duchenne. Chen? <laughs> Prairie du sh-
0: something. We totally pra- slaughtered is, that. I'm sorry. It, hey, Prairie <laughs> du Chen? Prairie Duchen. <laughs> I don't, I don't know know even Duchen- know where that is. Duche. Duche. It's C-H-E-N.
2: Shen? Shen, Shen, I don't think that's how you say it.
3: Well, how can people find out where it is?
2: Uh, <laughs> Michael posted clearly, on social media.
3: Clearly, they can't find out here on the Ike Live Show. So. Nobody can pronounce <laughs> it somewhere from <laughs>
2: 11 to three. But every cabal is defined, You'll eventually find it. <laughs> uh, and then after that deal, we're actually going to be checking into Lacrosse, Wisconsin, on Sunday to get ready for the next elite event. On the Mississippi River. And uh, I'm excited about that. It's the last regular season event for the elites. I'm 13th in points, so I'm looking for a big finish to the regular season. Um, And uh, and after that event, the grand finale, a.k.a. exclamation point on the season – we have the A.O.Y. Championship on Malax Lake, wow. and and I, I'm not big on I, I, I'm not big on talking places up and making a forecast, but listen to me. Watch this one because I think you're going to see some records broke, especially when it comes to limits of five fish that are all smallmouth. Um, I, I'll make a prediction that you're going to see a 25 pound bag of smallmouth come wow. out of Mille Lacs. Wow. Uh, it, it's amazing. Pete, I can't even describe to you. I know we talked a little bit about it on the last Ike Live, but they are a different breed of smallmouth in that lake. They're built different. They look different. They're really weird looking. And an 18-inch fish can weigh uh, in excess of four pounds. It's really strange. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to that... wrap up my little tour here at Mille Lacs and hopefully come home. Um, with a top 10 in AOI and Bassmasters and my Classic birth, and I'll have a big smile on my face.
3: Awesome. Well, Uh, let let me ask you a question. Are you in the Classic, or do you have to catch him on the Mississippi?
2: That's a great question. I still have to catch him. I mean, you know, the the problem is, uh, you know, you can't give any days away. And, uh, you know, if you look back on some of the things that happened this year, uh, you look at uh, the Greg Hackney DQ – Um, You look at a a boat breakdown, and some of those things throw a zero at you unexpectedly. And I can't have a zero. I can't zero. I have to go out and catch fish at lacrosse. And and if I can do that, if I can go out and catch limits at lacrosse and catch probably a fish at the A.O.Y. championship, I'll have a really good chance that I'll be fishing the 2017 Bassmaster Classic on Lake Conroe, following Charlie Hartley since he'll know all the docs really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
3: that's awesome! Great. Do you want to make a prediction on who is going to win the A O
2: Y this year? Well, it's hard. It's hard, um, you know, not to vote for uh, Gerald Swindle. Gerald's got a stronghold lead. I think. I think it's over forty points. Mm. I want to say, and dude, he's just fishing out of his freaking mind right now. And that's that's what happens when you win A O Y. You're fishing out of your mind, you know. Uh, very unfortunate what happened to Hackney because it would have been a very interesting battle at the end between Hackney and Swindle, and it, and it still is. It still is a, a race, but it's less of a race. And you know, I'd have to I'd have to go ahead and put my money on Swindle. Um, you know, unless he zeros, unless catastrophe strikes for him, he's he's got a really good chance at, at winning aoy. Awesome. Nice. Well, yeah. no, it'll be it'll it'll
3: be a second A.O.Y. and that yeah. will enter him into a very elite category
1: of people with multiple A.O.Y. titles. What
2: well, was he, 2005, know, uh, 2004? It's, when was his last? Without a, uh, without
1: winning an event too, right?
2: Yeah, I want to say it was 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. And 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 what you said, Bri, is exactly right. It's unique because I think he'll be the only A.O.Y. winner especially two-time winner to never won a major event. And that, you know, really what that, to me, it's testament to, to Gerald's style and what he's good at. And he's a freaking grinder. He's a junk. He's a junker. Yeah. And uh, he's so good at catching them everywhere he goes. Not necessarily good at, at swinging and, and, you know, winning events all the time. But, dude, he's one of the – he is the very best at consistently catching fish Anywhere he goes, and you can't argue with the stats.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Well, we yeah. wish you the best, Gerald. We had you on the yeah. show a few times, and uh...
1: yeah. Well, well, when we had him on, he was you know he didn't qualify for the classic. He was you know he was down on his luck. He came in here, he talked himself through a lot of issues. Yeah. And I think that, I think really that was the turning point in his career. Mike <laughs>
2: Pete- Live and Bash University are usually the
1: turning points <laughs> for everyone's career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stats The stats would say so. P- but, you know, PMA. It,
2: yeah. No, I, I got to tell you, there's some truth to that, though, because I think, um, you know, not not that that was rock bottom, because having a bad season is, you know, in the grand scheme of things in life, that's very insignificant. But, um, you know, a lot of times when you hit a low point in your career or in, or in your workplace, you re you relearn learn or you rethink about what it is that you do. And, and I try to do that after bad events. You know, I had a really shitty effing day. Day two of the Potomac, and I tried to. You know what I do is. And Beck, what's our rule on after I have a fuck day? What's our rule? <laughs> you
0: have to be over it by the next day.
2: Yeah, you have 24 hours to sulk on it. And in those 24 hours, by the way, we went we went hunting for sharks sharks teeth, Bry, on the banks of the Potomac.
0: That gets you over it fast. Did this you really,
2: pretty, dude? It was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Hunting dude. for the, the Megalodon scene. makes dude, you pretty black happy. Beteris, old school black. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, so dope. Anyway. During those 24 hours, I had a chance to think about what I did wrong. And, you know, and and failure does lead you to success again. And I think the failure I had on day two of the Potomac has led me to a couple really good tournaments. I can't say shit. It's led me to a couple really good tournaments in the last couple weeks. I think it's going to lead me to some good tournaments in the next couple weeks. So there's something to be said for that, you know. And I think Gerald, what, what he's doing this year is proof of it. Yeah. And
0: he and he also lives by the 24 hour rule because he and Leanne have talked about that as well. She's she's a tough cookie, too. She does not let him dwell in that. You you, you get to you get to sulk. But that next morning, man, you better be over it. You got to move on. Because if, if you get sucked into that, I mean, I think like as a, as a wife or a friend, what you see it, like if you get sucked into it, then you believe you suck and you'll never be able to get out of that hole and you'll keep fishing horribly. Where yeah. if you force yourself to be like, okay, let me figure out what my mistakes are, learn from them, and then I got to move on because I, I yeah. have to learn from it. I don't yep. suck, I have to move on.
1: What if you do suck? Yeah. <laughs> I, suck. I suck.
0: <laughs> suck, 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 suck. Th- this might be like a motivational speech. Oh, okay. like, you don't suck anymore now. Mm-hmm. Like, voila, well, you're out. I
3: well, Gerald's thing is PMA, positive mental attitude, and and he's certainly bringing it this year. And Mike, I agree with you. You got to lose in order to win, and in order, it teaches you to not to stop doing the things that are wrong, and it steers you in the direction of doing things that are right. I always say, so, you know, if, if you work hard, sooner or later, you're going to run out of things that don't work, and and start doing the things that that are make make you successful. So I'm glad you're enjoying a uh, a, a spurt here. Hopefully, it continues in the next two tournaments. Uh, we'll certainly yeah. be watching.
2: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, Brian Carpenter, is it too early to announce why I'm here? I just want to make a note of it. The next Ike Live, <laughs> September. <laughs> 25th, but yes. I want I want to say this real quick because a lot of people watching say it. Lo- love this guy. He's yeah. a great guy. Yes. Um, September 25th, next Life live special in studio guest, JT Kenny. Ah. Oh, nice. Hi. Yes. JT Kenny in studio. We're Am I housing him? Uh, awesome freak, dude. Do I have to feed him? Do I have to give him a bed? you got to give him a bed. He's an awesome freaking dude. you got to have a lot of beer. Yes. He's a beer-drinking fool. Uh, can't wait to have him in That's going to be fun. On the, the 25th. It's going to yeah. be great. Does he send awesome. thank you
0: notes, too? Because
2: Who's He sent? probably does. I'm Who's, sure he does. What do you got, know, what do you got there,
3: you, Beck? You have a thank you note?
2: Yeah.
1: James Watson?
3: James, James
2: Watson. Watson gave us a thank you note. That he sent us awesome. a thank you James, note. James, if you're watching, we love you. He sent best. fudge and a thank you note. Wow, Uranus.
0: He kind of wins. Yeah, right? like he kinda, he sent fudge? Well, he, yeah, he shipped it in. Mike,
1: why I got you here? It's awesome. So, uh between August 28th and September 25th. That's yes. all we got. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know, but all right. Well, I, I know that's the one we definitely have planned. Maybe we have between that one
2: na- we, we may have another one in 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 the
1: middle there, but let's let's uh Okay, if we can get that in. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: I love
0: it. Thanks for that conversation. You know what's so funny? I have to tell you that Mike can always remember every tournament, every place he caught a fish, every lure, every – the man gets lost driving, but he can always navigate a waterway and tell you exactly where something happened on the water. Is that true?
2: That's very true.
0: And the weird thing that has happened to me now being on the road for so many years now, I remember places by the catastrophic events that happened to me <laughs> on land. So I remember, (laughs) if nothing happened, like, it doesn't even, he could have, like, won the tournament. I still won't remember where we stayed, but if something happened. So I remember it was Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Stella was just a baby. It was our first year on the road with her. She was, like, like six months old, and I had her in a stroller. And And lost her? The mosquitoes. You know the mosquitoes (laughs) in Wisconsin? It's the state bird. They're they're insane. So we called them jetpacks. We had the little. You know, the mosquito fan things that you put on your belt? Like a thermosell or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had them on all the kids as they played to try to keep them from getting eaten alive. Because you can't live in campers the whole time you have to come out. So I put them on the stroller. And Vegas is playing. Well, we happened to stop at a puddle for apparently too long. And she ends up breathing in too much of that stuff. And she, like, I almost had to go to the hospital. So then we come into the camper. Vegas takes a nap. She goes to take a nap. And then I'm holding my baby and her eyes are kind of rolling back in her head and she's really not breathing right. I freak out. So come to find – I talked to a nurse who's like, give her Benadryl, get her in freezing cold air. So now I'm sitting in the truck because the camper doesn't make you cold enough. I'm sitting in a truck with, like, the air conditioning blasting on my poor baby as she's got Benadryl in her. And a couple hours later, she was fine. We had to go to the weigh-in. And, you know, Mike's like, you know, normal fishing day. And I'm like, I almost killed our baby. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like yeah so Vegas, Vegas took an umbrella through the face, and I almost killed Stella in Lacrosse, Wisconsin.
2: Is that, good, mem- good, called, good memories. That's how I remember my tour life. Mike catches
0: fish, and I try not to kill the kids.
2: <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. The you know? memories. Brian, by the way, let me let me bring back a memory, and I remember exactly where you caught it. But a to flash back to? I'm somewhere in the 80s. Huh. Uh, Brian the is on a trip with me to Fairview Lake in the Pocono Mountains. Oh, yeah. um, he's staying with me for a couple of days, and we're bass fishing. We're not doing extremely well. We're throwing at some docks, and we decide to cross the lake. Yeah. And as we cross the lake, Brian the is like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to throw this rappel of floating minnow out the back. Nine S. Back. And we're in the northwest corner of the lake crossing this deep water trough. It's probably like 20, 30 foot. 30. And he catches a giant trout a trout bigger than anything I've caught up to that point.
1: You were so oh mad. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: just happened?
1: Dude, Mike, you know what the best part? There were people out there with downriggers, trolling downriggers. We went by in a little Coleman Crawl ad, yeah. and I was trolling that little 9S that dives about 6 inches, maybe a foot, in yeah. about 30 foot of water, and that big yeah. big 5-pound, 6-pound brown trout came up and made it.
2: That's pretty Here's awesome. Here's something even better. Um, that happened in, I want to say, the mid-80s, mid, mid to late 80s, and Brian still has that trout in his freezer. Uh, that, oh my god! That it was trout was in a town. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> it was in mom's freezer for about 15 years. Wow. It's That's, probably
3: like freezer burnt.
1: Oh, way freezer burnt. Finally, <laughs> I, I think he got thrown out. Or trout. Nah, whatever. Trout. Congratulations. Hey. hey, we're
3: we're going to have congratulations. John... <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to have John Cox on here. Yes, Michael. Oh, Mike, you, is it, just won the big tournament, yes. man. Do, anything you want to that we should ask John on your behalf?
2: No, I, you know, again, I, I hate not being there, but I want to uh when John comes on, definitely tell him I said congratulations, awesome job. Uh, you know, FLW, a championship, FLW cup is something that has eluded me. And in retirement, they go back and fish stuff. The- one day, so uh, he did a great job. Um, oh, I'm so awesome. No, I, I don't know what that was. Uh, but no, you know the big story I want to hear about is his commitment to the small boat. Um, you know the rumors gone around that he didn't even run a depth binder no wow. sonar for like two years on that boat. I gotta hear about that. And when I hang up with you guys, I'm gonna watch, and I can't wait to hear his theories on the that. He's made. done a tremendous job running that tin boat, and. Kicking everyone's ass, shallow, and there, yeah. there's something to be said for that. And I, I can't wait to hear about it. So looking forward to hearing John Cox. Oh, John Cox coming up.
1: Awesome. Well, I guess
3: uh, I guess we're gonna are we gonna take a break, Brian, or are we gonna go right into John? We
1: need a quick break. All right, just one yeah. quick break.
2: Okay. Well, well, we'll see you guys. I uh, uh, great job. You guys are doing great. I miss you guys. I love you, Beck. I'll uh, I'll be home soon. And uh, we'll see everybody. Shout out to our fans watching. We love you guys.
3: All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. Thanks, see Mike. See Mike. Bye, Mike. Mike and Ellie.
2: Look, he's looking.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I got
3: a question for you, Beck. Does he tell you what happens in the MLF?
0: No, Pete. I know nothing.
3: You know. She knows. You know. <laughs> She's
0: playing the fifth.
3: Getting, get it, get her another drink. Okay, we're going to get this More after. wine. More wine.
0: <laughs> wine and chocolate. I know nothing. Oh, oh, you
3: know. You know. I can tell by the gleam in your eye. You know, know what happened. But, uh, Brian, are you ready for the break right now? Let's go ahead and, and get her going. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with the FLW Championship champ doing it. Who else is doing it. John Cox. We'll be right back with the Ike Live Show.
4: Chris, he started the day in first place from DeBerry, Florida. Welcome, John Cox. All right, this Forest Wood Cup is our culminating event from the 2016 Walmart FLW Tour season. This is our crowning moment. And here we are with John Cox, who has led all three days. At this time, I want to bring back to the stage your current leader, Michael Neal. we we'll kicked this thing back in February on Lake Okeechobee. Went through six qualifiers, and both of these pros qualified through the Walmart FOW Tour. Greatest circuit in the world. Michael Neal versus John Cox. Here we go, this is a TV-making moment. So when I crown the champion, Huntsville wants you to blow the roof off the Pro Arena. Can you do that for me? There were two left, here we go. John Cox, fourth time to the Forest Wood Cup, 23 top tens, two wins, including one this year, at Lake Hartwell. Day one, 16 pounds and 11 ounces. Day two, 15-10. Yesterday, 11 even. Had him in first place with 43 pounds, 5 ounces of Wheeler Lake bass. You got three in there. Let's see number four. Let's see. Number four. Better. Do you have a 5 bass limit? A five-ass limit for John Cox. A five-ass limit for John Cox. You need to dethrone Michael Neal just seven pounds and five ounces. Five today. Five worth. Eleven pounds, eight ounces. Your champion is John Cox. Wow! John Cox is the 2016 Forrest Wood Cup champion. And to present the winner's check, the legend, the icon, Forrest L. Wood. Congratulations to you, John. Here's something else you may be proud of. That's that, that $300,000 check from FLW. All righty. Take it. All right, very good. <laughs> he is your new reigning 2016 Wood Cup champion, John Cox. You got your victory lap, it starts right now. Shake hands with the champion. victory lot, man. You can take your entourage with you. Absolutely, man. We got lots going on.